galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here today with Will. Hello. And Caro. Hello. Um, so last few episodes, we've been going through the legions, uh, talking, seeing what's changed. And uh, today, I want to step away from that for a little bit, just to get back to roots to talk, chat, see how everything's going, and uh, discuss the hobby in general. Yeah, it's going to be good. So one of the first things is uh, Nova's right around the corner. Oh, God, oh, Nova's yeah. right around. Um, I thought I was going to be prepared this year that I wasn't going to have any... Uh, Nova panic painting, but uh-huh. <clears throat> then Eyes. I read uh, Mortis, mm-hmm. and in that there's a scene, a big section of it is um, Legio Solaria and their warhound hunting packs, and it describes how they hunt uh, and you know encircle their foes, and they they actually they use their warhounds like a wolf pack kind of right. Yeah. Um. So then I was like, well, I guess I have to make that list now for Nova. So <laughs> here I am doing four Warhounds and then a bunch of Lancers to support them. Mm. So I'm sure it'd be fine. You oh, know. yeah. I mean, my my AT stuff paints up very quickly. My scheme is incredibly simplified just for this. Um, so, and yeah, it's, it's not going to take long. So, well, at least you were prepared in that sense. You didn't make a scheme which is... 500 layers of paint so that's helpful right yeah yeah but you guys have been doing like a lot of terrain haven't you oh god so, so much, much terrain, terrain <laughs> this year um yeah we, we're bringing a total of 10 tables for heresy good lord yeah a couple tables for zm and uh, a couple tables for at personally and the hardest part is the weather has not been cooperating this summer. It hasn't, summer. right? This whole no. this has been a very damp summer for some reason. Yeah, we're not usually uh we usually don't get this amount of rain constantly in the summertime. But, like, uh, know, be- meanwhile the people out on the west coast are now having water shortages and they have to have their water rationed and we're out here with our first world problems. If we got too much damn water in the air. I, we would have these <laughs> it's it's been extremely warm and mm-hmm. the uh the afternoon thunderstorms have been almost every other day which has made me getting batch priming done for terrain very difficult oh yeah <laughs> yeah like, today i did a fine layer of, of matte varnish and of course it rained on it i think it was Ooh. early uh. i think it was already dry but i don't know so yeah. currently the stuff is in the bathroom drying with a fan and the hopes that the varnish <laughs> is fine at least the oils didn't come it didn't off. look too bad when, when yeah. i glanced at it. it it's helpful that it is all this time around it's rusty Ooh. terrain so even if it is not a big loss but oh man it was speaking it's not of, easy no it's not but i think you you speaking of like the oils and uh like your your weathering application mm-hmm. and then raining on it i once saw I, this was back when long years ago, but there was a guy who went to Warhammer World with a War Lord Titan that he had fully painted and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And on his way after the game, he brings it outside and it's raining, and it rained all of his weathering away. Like there were like water oh. spots that like removed pigments, 
or removed oils, and it was so devastating to see it because it was such a beautifully painted Titan. So, yeah. Yes. You got to seal Folks, that stuff. You got to or, – or trash bag. Always bring a trash bag mm. to put over it. Yeah. You know? So, gosh. That's, that's what I've been kind of using to mitigate some of the raining. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, like you know, a tarp wanted, or something, sure. Yeah, I would just take a thin, like, yeah, plastic tarp and just drape it over the <laughs> – models is like i'll see you guys tomorrow <laughs> yeah but sometimes it's just not quite fast enough and then yeah, yeah. But oh, it's, um yeah. how did that uh, terrain day go with austin i had to miss it ashley had covid and was on quarantine she's mm-hmm. poor thing's been locked up for mm. well she was locked up for 10 days she's been out for like five now and mm-hmm. good um but i didn't want to you know compromise his little baby that he's got now oh, so, oh yeah no yeah no, um, things went well. There was a bunch of us over. Uh, we were focused mostly on AT terrain, and, uh, and Austin says he's going to be showing up here in a little bit, so he can talk more to that. But uh, oh, great. it was very productive. Yeah. I, I uh, brought my airbrush over, and it was just airbrushing outside, which is something I don't usually do, but it was pretty fun. I just had a big old folding table through a bunch of uh, like uh, you know, like hills and valleys and terrain and stuff, and just yeah. went to town with an airbrush. and That was pretty, uh, pretty fun. Yeah, getting hobby done outside is actually pretty nice. So uh, this week, I went and drilled out all of the resin bases that I have for my Mechanicum so I could add magnets to them, so I could put them in my magnet rack. Yeah. And I knew that there was going to be resin dust everywhere, mm-hmm. and you know, even with the respirator, it was still going to cover. You know, I got that Harry Potter hobby room. Tiny yeah. little under the stairs, and I didn't want that thing being covered in it from head to toe. You would sure. look other... like you're making cocaine down there. Exactly, if right? <laughs> so I ended up grabbing a camping chair, threw it out there, ran in the extension cord with the Dremel, mm-hmm. brought all the models out, and uh, just yeah, I did it outside. Man, it was great. Uh, cleanup was a breeze. I just took a, a, a dustpan and you know swept up the debris, and then took like my, uh, I have like an electric air compressor that like blows stuff out, like mm-hmm. an air blower. I blew myself off. I blew myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what a great time to jump in. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, um, I did not take you for this flexible. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, got rid of all the resin chunks, but I, whew, I posted pictures up on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And some of those little dudes, when that drill bit caught and flung them out of my hand onto the driveway and just fucking smashed them guys. I mean, just the Thanatar was in, I think six different pieces and of all the ones I didn't want to get smashed up. It was the Thanatar. Um, little Myrmidons went flying. And somehow the, the most incredible part was I was able to find all their bits somehow. I'm not lying. Like little shoulder pads fell off or their guns or their power fists. Mm. And I was luckily able to find everything. That is extremely impressive that you found it all. Yeah. But, I mean, to go in with what Jesse was saying, it was really nice being outside, had the music going, just chilling out there, drilling holes, and, do, you know, my neighbors were like, what is this weirdo doing? What is he drilling? <laughs> Don't ask questions. Now? Yeah. yeah. I can only imagine what our neighbors are thinking when the just constantly uh, just hearing the rattle cans in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> the but dogs yeah. don't like it. But yeah, Austin's here, and uh, yeah, we were talking about the terrain day we had at your place. Too. Oh yeah, no, that was awesome and super helpful. A million thank yous. How much terrain did you all get done? You think? So we painted. Um, not that they're going to be tables on their own, because uh, we had a had a bunch of hills like foam hills that I've been 
building and they were built. They just needed to be painted. Um, yes, I saw them. Okay, I remember. Yep, yep. Yeah, so that's, like, if you were to just use those hills to make tables, um, three or four, uh, so, like, three or four ter- tables worth of just hills, uh, it's not going to be just that, but they'll get spl- mixed in with all the, like, other stuff that I've had built. Um, something on the order of 200 AT scale cargo containers got painted. So many. <laughs> Contrast is the friend. Contrast oh, is AT amazing. Scales. Okay, yeah. yeah, 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 right. yeah. AT scale. like... It's still, it's a pile. Like, <laughs> Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. It's Small solidly pile. like eight regular cargo containers were, you know, could be filled with these. Mm-hmm. So where do you, I guess, where do you source uh, that many cargo containers? Steven. Yeah. It, it's the only way to do it. Um, the GW set, which is amazing because it comes, I think, eight, eight to a kit, mm. four to a kit. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty AT scale where it has like the, uh, yeah. the cool crane and everything. Yeah. With the, the crane and like the little towers and all sorts of like piping, like, you know, the 28 millimeter like pipes. Yes. Yeah. They yeah, reproduce yeah. Okay. those in AT scale. Oh my God. Um, which are, those are amazing. Um, <clears throat> uh, but before I get too distracted, I like the GW ones better. Um, cause their doors open, like you mm-hmm. can build oh, them yeah. with the doors open or shut. And if you build them better than I could, you probably could make the doors like be functional. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but the little, the little 28 mil piping, like I looked at it at first and like when you see the kit, it's like, well, what the fuck good is this? Because it's too short to really be anything AT, right? That would actually affect gameplay because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's waist high on a man. A Titan does not care. But what it's great for is if you've got other bits of terrain, um, like one of one of the things I built for my Mechanicum terrain is just I was at the hardware store in the plumbing section like 90s style, right? And <laughs> just like yeah. bought some pieces to make some cool looking little silo type things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, that's good enough. But then when you could do things like connect them with the GW piping, right? Okay. It, yeah. I suddenly, yeah. suddenly they're, they're 40 K, right? They, they have that sense of GW ness. Yeah. And a, a better sense of scale because you can see like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, hey, I, I know what size that is when I play 30K. So like, Jesus, this <laughs> stuff's big. Um, but yeah, just, just a ton of stuff. Like I would say I started the day with 10, like 10 and a half tables of GW terrain uh, and like finished terrain. And I ended the day with like 15 there we tables go. of terrain. So, How many tables wow. do you need? Uh, 16. 16 is what we're running for AT at Nova. Okay. It'll be a fun time. Yeah, I was actually talking before uh, the terrain bit. We were talking about how I ended up last minute deciding I was going to finish up my Warhounds for the event. So yeah. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I was even going to get myself like a white jumpsuit mm-hmm. uh, and then put like the green... Warhound logo on it and like a little green belt and l- green little lanyards and that kind of stuff. Uh, and then wear like a, a red hot uh, fiery wig. Uh, <laughs> well, now and you should w- well. with fake breasts so I could, you know, be a Legio Solaria, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, princess. 
So, and I fully approve of this because there are benefits, uh, real world benefit. Well, you know, game benefits uh, to being properly dressed for the princeps formal. Right. No, I mean, I have a suit. I ended up deciding to go with. I bought the suit. So, you know, I, I, I've owned the suit for a while, so I might as well wear it. I don't get to wear it often, so. Well, now I'm really sad. Come but on. now, <laughs> but cosplaying as, as, a, as a woman princept of Legio say, Solaria would I'm, I'm a little cool. bummed now that I know what you could have been going for. Right, so. right. a good lady at that. Yeah. And now you went just for a suit. Come on, Will. Aww. I know, so boring. All know what could have been. Yeah. Such a beta male. What is a, what's a, what, what would a woman Chad be, a... Uh-huh. Chadina? I don't know. Chadina's mm. not a real name. Well, the question is not if you're what your name is. It is if you truly are Chad at heart. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. I need to look beyond my my primitive thinking. You're right. Look beyond. <laughs> Expand naming. your mind. Mm-hmm. Don't trust what they say about Kevin's in Europe. Just live your life. Don't believe in the Kyle, unless Karen. Karen is just mm. yeah, just. You, Lamborghini. You. <laughs> like that? <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Jesse, and I'm here today with Caleb from CK Studios. What's going on, Caleb? Uh, not much. How you doing, Jesse? Pretty well. So, uh, Caleb, you're here today to uh, talk to us about a, uh, a fundraiser to help Ukraine out. Yeah, so um, uh, people that are familiar with CK Studios, they know that uh, my partner, Kat Jackson, uh, who's un- unable to make it today with us, um, she's actually up camping. So don't don't feel too bad that she's not here. <laughs> um, but um, Kat Jackson, she's working with Harder and Steambeck uh, in a partnership role with um, uh, developing this airbrush. So... Um, you know, kind of like the, the story behind it, Kat's always wanted to kind of do a little bit of a, a pink airbrush. She's always wanted to do something like that. Um, looked at some programs about like uh, uh, working with uh, uh, women artists in the industry and stuff like that. And with Harder and Steenbeck, she got that opportunity. But um, as they were kind of developing this and they were kind of going through uh, just kind of ideas of how they would develop a brush and all that stuff, um, the conflict in Ukraine came up. And, um, of course, Hard-Earned Steenbeck has uh, quite a few artists that they support that are in Ukraine. Um, actually, our, our hobby, not only our hobby, but a lot of the art industry, or, or artists, I shouldn't say art industry, but a lot of artists are, are in the Ukraine area. It's kind of a, a dense population of artists, a little more... Uh, more than other areas, surprisingly. Um, so they have a lot of artists that they were supporting, and uh, when the conflict um, kicked up, what they were doing was they were trying to uh, help out some of the artists. They brought a bunch um, over, got them moved into Germany, um, helped them, helped their families, got them jobs and stuff like that in the industry, helped them uh, working at the warehouse, just things like that, just so they could kind of have a keep a semi-regular life with everything going on there. Sure. Um, but one artist individual, um, uh, an artist named Angela, um, she couldn't leave. Uh, she couldn't leave Ukraine. She's in Kiev, and um, she was unable to travel because of her son with medical conditions and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. the idea was, is well, let's support this artist, and that's where the design of the airbrush came from. So if you'll, you, uh, if you get a chance to take a look at the the link, you can probably find it over at CK Studios. It's 
the the airbrush that that they developed it's it, it's kind of neat it's it's based off the infinity which is kind of the high-end hard-earned Steinbeck airbrush mm-hmm. um, but they did a few changes to it one is is obviously the the pink colors to it which is you know pretty amazing there's not really a pink airbrush out on the market so that's kind of exciting in itself um, but then they adjusted things like they didn't put the window into the back end of the brush so they could put the full artwork and on the artwork is a, a set of wings and those wings are based off of Angela's artwork of some artwork called wings of hope um, and so that's uh, kind of the basis of what this this uh, airbrush design was for and stuff like that well as as harder and Steinbeck is developing this this airbrush and they're working with Angela and they're kind of feeling their way through this um, Angela's son who who is uh, in this children's hospital and I can't pronounce the name of it uh, it is in the link and stuff like that and that's how harder and Steinbeck got involved with this children's hospital which is um, what this charity is mainly about um so uh, the goal is is that uh all harder and Steinbeck wants to do is just cover the production operation costs of the brush itself like you know so super low everything else besides that that they make is going directly to this charity um and that's really nice because there's a lot of control over that all, all the profit that's coming from this uh brush is going to the children's hospital in Ukraine. Yeah, because it's not going through a charity organization. It's going directly to. So, um, you know, Harder and Steinbeck and this this hospital are 100% in control of the funds that are raised for this. So uh, there's no middleman. There's not a lot of different agencies and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, I thought that was pretty exciting. I, I, I really like that. Kat can speak to the charity um, much more. I'm more on the the operation side uh, of the airbrush. I'm super technical and I'm super excited about the brush because there's some big changes in this brush um, that I've been waiting for for a while. I was, I've been hoping that Hardem Steinbeck's going to make adjustments. And one of those, I'm, I'm, I keep talking about it on everything. Yeah. Uh, no, tell, all tell all us the podcast I'm going to. Um, so what they did was on the Harder and Steinbeck airbrushes, if you're familiar with the Harder and Steinbeck airbrushes, uh, we have a seal on them called the color cup seal. Mm-hmm. And that's the seal that stops the paint from going from the cup that holds the paint in it back into the back of the body where like the needle or I mean the trigger and uh, assembly and all that stuff is. Um, and on the Harder and Steinbecks, it's about six millimeters back behind the color cup. Mm-hmm. And so what will happen is as you're airbrushing, some paint will get in there. Um, and you do have to have, like, certain cleaning processes. And it, it can become difficult at times to make sure you clean out all of that paint. And uh, sometimes you need to take the, that seal out. We call it the packing. You need to take the packing out mm-hmm. and clean it really good and put it back in and stuff like that. Um, but on this brush now, they moved that color cup seal up to right behind the, the color cup. Um, oh, gotcha. So it, I've been playing with the brush. I got an advanced copy that I've been playing with for the last couple days, and uh, I'm super excited because of that. Like it's really neat. So even if you've already got a harder and Steinbeck, it's totally worth looking at this brush because it does have the color cup seal moved, um, which I think is just monumental. And I'm really excited that they they decided to do that with this brush, you know, instead of doing it with like a a standard production brush or something like that, they're going to kick this off with uh, this charity brush. So um, I think that's really cool. Uh, The other thing that that hard-earned Steinbeck is doing is um, it's a discounted price, which I really like that too, because um, 
normally, yeah, I shouldn't say normally, but you know, it, we tend to when you see a charity thing, usually they're they don't really want to destabilize the existing market, so you don't really see discounted prices like off the bat. Um, but this brush is a uh, significantly discounted. I want to say. 240 or 260 euro is some is that is the brush price on this and um if you look at like msrp for a similar brush right now is like 310 okay so i mean it's a significant um, discount yep so the key of infinity is 226 euros oh 226 oh euros yeah 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 so it'll be about right now about 230 240 us dollars okay gotcha um so i think similar like currency (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if you get on like Amazon or something like that, I believe that a similar brush runs around three ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know that's a that's nice, and it, it's going to be a little more appealing to people to get. So um, yeah, we're we're super excited. We're super excited to support this. This is kind of uh, one of the brainchilds of Cat. So of course, you know CK Studios. I really want to make sure I'm supporting that, but I'm also excited just for this whole program. Um, where the funds are going, where what we're reaching out for, uh, and really get behind the whole program on this. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Well, thank you for that, Caleb. And um, what else is going on with uh, CK Studios lately? I know the Nova Open's coming, uh, shoot, two weeks. I got some terrain to finish. Um, but uh, I, are you guys showing up for uh, the Nova Open this year? Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna be at Nova Open. Uh, CK Studios is kind of pulling double duty at Nova, Nova <laughs> Open. We're we're teaching our CK Studio classes, which um, that's nice to get back to. Uh, since COVID, CK Studios, we haven't really gotten to do a lot of teaching. We we taught at uh, Nova, I mean uh, Adepticon and LVO, um, but that's been about the extent. We really haven't gotten to do any of our traveling classes or uh, do do any more standalone events and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. so at nova we're going to be doing our ck classes but uh we've also been working this year with games workshop Uh, we've partnered up with games workshop this year with uh, working with a couple of our friends over there in the the event side of it to uh, do classes at their uh open gts the i think they're called the u.s open gts so we've got like a mix of little small kind of like convention style classes they're mm-hmm. all classes that are like anywhere from two to four hour classes. Um, so we've been doing those. Uh, we have a couple more of those coming up also, but we're going to be um, doing kind of a mix at, Adep- at Nova. We're going to do some some of our larger classes along with small classes. Uh, there are seats available for some of the GW classes. The CK Studio classes have sold out. They're, they're the night class, and uh, we're working in partnership with Dan Osborne of Osborne Arts, I believe it's called. He he painted the um, oh the Warlord Titan for Nova's charity this year. So yeah. um, we're partnering up together with him to uh, do a night class. It's kind of an all day class, but um, it's it's sold out. That that class sold out pretty quick. Um, other than that, um, yeah, we're doing the the GW classes. We're going to be in Chicago and in kansas city in october um for those two events so you can catch us there at those master classes and then we got a really neat class coming up at the end of the year this is gonna be a super unique class um we we because we're partnered up with gw we're doing this stuff with gw it gave us access to forge world um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we've we finally we finally got the opportunity to do a titan class we've been asked oh, excellent like, 
so many times like hey what about a titan class but that class is so hard to do because you're talking an 800 model yeah um, do you have this <laughs> can everyone just the model bring it to you know what i mean yeah yeah and they, all right, everybody roll up with their warhound or their reaver or the warlord yeah that's right and and i mean we can't like like front the models right. like you know purchase <laughs> oh just sign up for the class because it'd be like 12 grand in models um, sure. just to get the warlords so gw they um when they approached they said we want to do something really unique for our new mexico event because their new mexico event is like the grand finale the season finale for the tournament scene like um the the winners of each tournament get invited to go play in that tournament there so it's kind of a invite tournament but then they have a bunch of open stuff like a great big giant narrative event that people can attend you don't have to be like a tournament champion to attend that Mm -hmm. Um, but they said hey we want to do a really unique class so we're like hey let's do this titan class so games workshop is going to provide the titans i mean you know, so we don't have to put out like twelve hundred bucks. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, we didn't think about it. We didn't think it through too much because <laughs> um, if we're providing the Titans and it's a three day class, we we can't sit and build the Titan for a whole day of that three days. Yeah. So, <laughs> not really thinking about it, we just realized that we, um, yeah, we told them that we'll build all the Titans. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so. So we're going to, all the Titans will be pre-built. Um, um, I haven't figured out the the paint set yet, like mm-hmm. how many paints they're going to get. I haven't really figured that one out because I'd like to offer to each student um, the the opportunity to paint whichever Legios they want to paint. Sure. Um, so that would mean multiple sets of paint. So I, I'm probably going to contact the students like um, before the event and put together a custom paint set for each one. But gotcha. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work yet. I haven't worked out the logistics of that. But they should be getting, um, you know, probably a couple hundred dollars in hobby product between paint and paint brushes and all of that stuff. Um, we will be teaching on the airbrush. Harder and Steambeck is providing all the airbrushes. They won't take an airbrush home, though. Um, <laughs> we, we can't put that in. I wish we could, um, but we can't put that in. Maybe in the future we can design a class where maybe it's like entirely all-inclusive with a airbrush, compressor, everything. I think that would be really fun, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... That sounds exciting. What, uh, what time frame is that? Uh, that's in November. That's okay. going to be the November event. And then um, in December, we're finally going to be back to teaching some CK Studio classes. We're going to have a CK Studio Weekender down in L.A. So I'm pretty excited about that because we haven't done that since pre-COVID. Right. So it's been it's been quite a few years. I'm, I'm excited to get back to doing Those are my favorite. Like uh, of all the classes that we teach, of all the things we do, the, the Weekenders are probably my favorite. We just get to really get in and just develop artists you know um so i like that the best (laughs) very cool has there been any particular projects that you've been really excited to uh to finish up or we are getting to do a a primark project Mm -hmm. um so we're uh, we're just going to create a display for the gw uh events team and there's four artists that are going to be doing that we're all kind of splitting up the primarks between the four of us so i'm going to finally get to crank through a bunch of the primarks i did um I did Ferris and Fulgrim for the Gen Con display, and yep. that was really fun. Uh, yeah, I got to kind of, kind of stretch my painting a little bit and paint a little more higher quality, which I really enjoyed that. Um, 
other than that, yeah, I don't really, <laughs> yeah. really have too many projects I'm working on. I, they just uh, between that and the, the couple of little small commissions I'm doing for people, I'm staying pretty busy. So okay, well, very cool, uh, Caleb. It's good to talk to you. Um, looking forward to see you guys at Nova. And uh, if people want to check you out, I believe it's CK Studios on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys want to see that um, the the new airbrushes. Um, if you want to see them in person, handle them or stuff like that, I will have the charity brushes with me at Nova. So just swing by and, and uh, pop in and say hi. Come see us, Cat or myself. Uh, and come take a look at these brushes. They, they are just gorgeous brushes. And like I said, the 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 cause is, is a good cause that it's going to. What you're donating is going to really help uh, the quality of life for some people. So I really encourage you, if you're looking at, looking into getting an airbrush or you're kind of dragging your feet on it this is a great opportunity to do it um you're going to get a like i said probably the best airbrush made with that color cup change i think it's better than the infinity now the regular infinity so you're probably going to get the best brush out on the market um and it's going to go to a good cause definitely um we all have the links to all of these uh products and your studio we'll talk to you again real soon All right, Jesse, thanks for having me on. Sure thing. We did actually have like a Thursday reveal this week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Land Raider. Yeah, the Land Raider. That's right. Oh, man. I I was thinking the uh, Aeronautica, but yeah. Oh, Andy. Did they do it? Wait, (laughs) did they do Aeronautica too? Did I miss that? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Welcome. Welcome to the Thunderdome. It's no, in the no, sky knew, and it's I tiny. That, but I didn't know that they did a, a Thursday preview on it. It might not have been on Thursday, but they have done a preview on it. Oh, it was the 15th. I, okay. Yes, baby. Let's see this. What do we got? Some Ray. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be sick. Look at that. It's a tiny custode plane. Oh, no. Oh, man. Wild stuff. Um, but yeah, that Land Raider. It's going to be sick. Mm-hmm. It, do, I mean, it's a beautiful. Did, it's a dual kit. It's everything you'd want in a land in a. So when they say dual kit, does that mean that it builds the Spartan also? No, it's the uh, Proteus or the Phobos. Hey, it's Jesse. Just mentioning. I know I said the Phobos. Technically, it is the Proteus carrier. Okay, gotcha. Right, the assault ramper, not the assault ramp. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Man, one above. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go assault ramp. I mean, it can make both, just one at a time. You see, but I, I mean, both. if you're a coward, <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen that sprue yet. It, it might be able to just jam it on, you know? No, it'd be great <laughs> as if you just flip the Land Raider upside down and it turns into a Phobos. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> do you remember those those RC cars that used yeah. to do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. remember what like they were you called. something and then it would just be like, well, now I'm another type of car yep. when you're upside down. Yep, it's yep. so sick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I never had one, but like same. the neighbor kid had one. So I would. <laughs> the same thing with the N64. I never had an N64, but my neighbor did. My parents were like, why are you always going over to his house? What, what are, you, are you in love with him or something? I'm like, no, I'm in love with his N64. Yeah, right? He's got Starcraft, Turok, and Fire. Or what is that? Firefox, I almost said. Uh, Starfox on there. Like, that's what I'm in love with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give me some video games and I'll stay home. I don't know. Do a refresh. Okay, and I just saw an aeronautica to give world leaders airplanes, and I don't feel like it's a good idea. 
Yeah, they're no just one. smashing them into the ground. <laughs> I just no one should have gone under so they can chain sword people. Oh yeah, look at that Dark Angel one, man. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's got all that iconography. Re- what could it I mean? I really you know? like the the schemes they've got for all of these. They're super pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Thousand Sun one, uh, very solid. I mean, I imagine uh, most of those transfers are just straight up the tactical or the. Oh yeah, yeah. The Dark Angel, I mean, it, or just the General Legion uh, transfers themselves just pop yes, right on. That's I mean, yeah. I use the the regular Legion transfers for my uh, uh, BFG, mm-hmm. so you could mm-hmm. definitely use it for these. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have been using the uh, Space Wolf Legion transfer sheet on mine because I picked up some Ziffins and a Thunderhawk uh, when they came out. Yeah, and like you said, the shoulder pad icon fits beautifully. Into I don't know if there's a decent shot of the Ziffin, but you know on the wing where there's that like raised kind of trapezoid. Nope. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't find a good picture of it, but like where they normally put like the numbers and whatnot, mm-hmm. it fits yep. right there. Oh, All good, the Legion shoulder pad stuff fits like right in there it. perfectly. Yeah, it looks like they have it for the right? number six. The Imperial fists is as a little Ziphon. Yeah. Man, it looks and these uh, rules, the Look tail, these the rules. tail art mm-hmm. also works well. I know it's. It's fantastic because it's a great the rules game. feel like they actually go with the Legion. I mean, like World Eaters, they get plus, they add one to the results when in short range. So that's your equivalent to a melee, right? Mm-hmm. Your Imperial Fists have got like an extra structure point. Your Raven Guard gets stealth minus one, making them harder to hit. Like, I mean, I feel like these rules are all just like. Yeah, night or night lords, like enemies are, have a hard time handling their ships around night lords because they're oh. scared. Oh wow, yeah, it's good stuff, mm-hmm. man. I'm I'm excited. I definitely am ready to get into it. Yeah, it's a fun game. I I got the starter set. I got some other bits and bobs of Imperial stuff just because I I like tiny things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, because <it's, laughs> it'll be nice be more to have than ex- legions if I remember right. It's, yeah, so it's legions. The Imperial, oh, Imperial, and the Imperial Army, Army, or I guess Imperial yeah. Navy. No, our, Army. Well, it's all the it's all the Army at this point. Everything is the Imperial Army. Navy included. You're on the uh, army oh, now. Oh, really? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they that's, don't split it up until after the heresy. Yeah. So it's all oh, Imperial right. Army. Um, and it is all Imperial Army stuff. So like uh, Valkyries aren't in there because that's not a heresy vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like but Thunderbolts. are, right? Yeah. It's like Thunderbolts, Lightnings, um, think like Avengers, anything you used to be able to take in like... As your air, mil. aircraft in 28 mil for Harrison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. And the I best thing that, about it is, like, we have all of this cool heresy stuff, but it's not bespoke. Like, the, the rule set isn't bespoke heresy, right? So if you want some great crusade and and fly mm. the unfriendly skies against your buddy's orcs or Eldar or whatever. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The rules are all there to do it. Yep. Just go to... It's not a bad idea. We might need to look at throwing some uh, narrative events, maybe some Olinor events or something. Yeah, and everything's going to be fair. I I would assume everything is balanced against those Xenos, right? Like in 1.0, all the heresy stuff was kind of internally consistent, and mm-hmm. who knows how it worked against other 40K armies. Um, but for Aeronautica, the only things that are different, like there are no new models being released for this. It's just, hey, all the Space Marine craft now have Legion rules and the Imperial Navy craft are now just a little 
different. I, I honestly, I don't know the details of the Imperial Navy yeah, stuff or the Imperial Army the stuff. Divisio Aeronautica. Yeah. And I let's see, it was on pre-order. Started a pre-order uh, Saturday, I think, mm-hmm. or yesterday. I've, I've been on night shift all this week, so I don't know what day it is anymore. Uh, but they'll they also all have bleed a, together. Yeah, they'll have a get their own uh, aircraft cards for Legionus Astartes or Divisio Aeronautica, which is yeah. cool. Great thing is if you already own the models too, because uh, the models themselves are not new releases, right? Mm-hmm. They're just going to nope. be repackaged and resold under a different nomenclature, I think, for the new if, cards or whatnot. If that, if that right? Like You're the cards right, yeah. will be under a new nomenclature. But I don't think they really need to go through the trouble of reboxing anything. Yeah, because I mean, dang, then that's great. You might already have your your Legio if you ran one of the original chapters or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I have, what, five Ziffins and a Thunderhawk, and guess what? That works just as well for this as it did as a Space Marine chapter, like a 40K Space Marine chapter. Mm -hmm. Do you run them as wolves, or? Yeah. Do you do a custom one? Okay. No, 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 I ran them as wolves. I actually painted them up in my 30K scheme for my epic army. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it all comes together. But yeah, man, I'm so ready for Warhammer Micro Machines edition. I'm telling you, I'm ready to embrace that. <laughs> I'm waiting for a Warhammer Battlebots edition. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Look, if if you uh, knew like a roboticist, I'm sure they could do that with one of these Titan models. Now. I've seen I've seen somewhere on the internet where someone had a uh, put LEDs and servos into their Kratos, so the turret moves. I did see the that. Yes, up. yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but when are we going to get an actual saw on one of those? Oh, you mean like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it was years ago, The uh, I saw someone like actually made a moving Land Raider. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that was, years that ago. was, a, that that was cool. a good one. Um, but also, it always reminds me of, whenever we talk about like making automated like uh, models, it always reminds me of Perturabo, where he had that fully functional miniature Warhound that he smashed into Fulgrim's face. <laughs> All he wanted like, to do was play Warhammer. I know. Mm-hmm. It was like fully functional too. It like walked and could do all kinds of shit. And he's like, I hate Fulgrim so much. I'm going to smash his face into this. <laughs> yeah. Somebody had to. I know. Rest in peace, Tiny Warhound. Rest Probably in the biggest loss of this entire Civil War was that little Warhound. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, what are you doing for, uh, for Nova besides running AT? Oh, Jesus wept. So I, I have a confession to make. Uh-huh. Oh, no. He didn't get tickets? I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I've been so, like, balls deep into painting all of this AT terrain, mm-hmm. and converting terrain, and buying terrain, and building terrain, um, that I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm not doing bromance, because I'm running AT. Um, I'm giving Steven kind of a a shadow support on the BFH night. Um, I think I'm doing excruciatus, uh, which is going to be interesting because I've painted zero 30 K models since the edition changed. <laughs> I'm sure you can make it work. So somebody's just going to have to deal with like Lehman Russ and like 80 gray stalkers. <laughs> Because that's just that's what I have. I'm sorry. Well, that's like, what Excruciatus is about, anyway. It's just bring a crazy list. Yes, but it, the crazy good. <laughs> yeah, crazy good list. 
and and mine will just be crazy because it'll oh, okay. be my third yeah. game of uh, 30k. <laughs> I, I have no you got Lehman idea. Russ and, like, I know the Gray Slayers are still, even though they've been slightly uh, declawed, so to speak, they're still pretty good. Yeah, Gray Slayers are still real. Maybe neutered is the better term. Oh, hurtful. <laughs> I mean, domestication, just, just that's important. Doing what Bob Barker would want me to do. Yeah. <laughs> be the man Bob Barker wants you to be. <laughs> Who's Bob Barker? He um, used to tell everybody to spay new to their pets after um, Price is Right. Game no, show. Price is Right. Price yeah. is Right, yeah. He was a game show host, and at the end, he'd say, you know, like 40 years. Donate to your local SPCA and get your pets spayed and neutered. And then, yep. okay. Okay. Go to commercials. Uh, unlocked a deep American lore. Yes. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. <laughs> Pretty sure most of us saw this, you know, in our parents or grandparents' home as a kid. Yeah. Stuck sick at days, home, man. Being I sick. I remember times with Captain Kirk, I think. Is that a game show? Or when you say Captain Kirk, you're talking about Star Trek? Yes, I think Who so. Who else would she be talking about? For some reason, they were okay hey. with Star Trek, but not with Star Wars. Also, Austin, there are so many places, things, and names which are just renamed in the worst way possible in German. Yeah, I can't make assumptions, Austin. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. If there's one thing Americans do badly, it's name all of the shit we have after things in Europe we vaguely remember. <laughs> I have so many opinions about this. We do it all the time. <laughs> But also, finally, I understood why in the park we have here, they have a ride they call Autobahn. I finally understood why they call Autobahn Das Autobahn and not the Autobahn. Because mm-hmm. if you're in a theme park and you want to ride something, probably die Autobahn will not make you want to take your kids to this ride. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Die yes. I was just Autobahn. going to assume it's because we're bad at grammar. That too, but like also... We- we, we can't yeah. do it in English, let alone in another language. No, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, like everything. I didn't think about it that way. But yeah, when you're in, let's go to Bush Gardens. Let's go to Die Autobahn. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. It's just admitting the lawsuit. Yeah. 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 Das Autobahn. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Glad Die. we figured that one out. Because that, yeah, that's been a stuck in your head ever since we've been a couple years ago it made me so mad <laughs> oh speaking of dying yes uh great segue uh echoes of eternity yeah yeah get the excited long sleep is girls. nearly over the oh, eager virginally nice. desperate awaited seventh installment of the siege of terra comes to pre-order in just six short days <laughs> and i gotta say i'm real excited that they're now releasing it um, concurrent with the limited edition. Yes. They started doing that a couple books ago and it's been a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah. Along yeah. with their little maps too. Look at that. Oh man. Like if you have all these maps, again, it's a paper folded, so I don't yeah. like it. That I think much. this one comes in with a book. Oh, oh is that it? Oh. Like I, I have a couple of the, um, I have the limited the, edition uh, books come with like a fold out, you know, fancy paper fold out. Um, oh, that's not going to survive. And then anything. they've been selling, I feel like the last, huh, it's been Honestly, a while. Now I don't remember if the last book had one. Uh, I don't know, because I have five, and I have thought I'd been keeping pretty current with them. I was about to say, I have six, but one of them is the Sabbath World's Crusade map. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Yeah, releasing the fabric maps. Yeah. They fancy. Yeah. Did y'all see the, I mean, 
we've seen the models already, but it's great. I mean, I just love getting the reminder how cool these accursed cultists are and these new possessed marines are. Oh yeah. Plus that Beautiful whole combat patrol for models. demons. I mean, hey, mm-hmm. if you're starting a demon army in advance, this mm-hmm. combat patrol box looks aces. Get mm-hmm. you started on the Yeah. Beautiful new cultist models. Imperial militia still waiting. <laughs> new horrors of Zinch. Oh my gosh. What? Oh scroll old on. horrors of Zinch. Wait, oh, oh they are okay, old, aren't they? Amazing. They're made to order. Okay, oh. yeah, old yeah, metal ones. Or they got the old old made to order coming in, or old metal <laughs> ones coming in resin. Not the Juan Diaz demonettes, unfortunately, but some other cool stuff. Oh, that beast of Nurgle. It's just pipes and holes. That's all it is. Right. Just oh, tubes thanks. and I hate holes. This. I hate this <laughs> so much. Oh, and then you got the, the original Karnak. Oh mm-hmm. my god! It looks so derpy. That one on the far right. Oh man! Charming, charming yes. is I think the word you're supposed to use for a model mm. like that. Is that what we're supposed? You're right. My bad. He's a good boy. Yeah. All puppies Ooh. are good boys. Y'all probably saw that um, the new Warhammer Plus models. They got that new, like, really oh, old yeah. school style Chaos Terminator. Yes. Yeah. So wicked, man! Like, and it completely encapsulates what. Like the old school chaos stuff is to me. And, and you've seen the that? art he was based on, right? No, what? Yeah, he's based on actual like GW art from like the early nineties, late eighties, something like that. Ah, well that explains why he's yeah, he's, hitting he's all the spot right on tunes too. then. Yeah. Yeah, he's nailing it. The only problem I have with that model is that you have to choose between him or that sorcerer with the familiars. Because mm-hmm. those familiars just make me so happy. I mean, you know, you can, you can choose to buy the, uh, the opposite. You get one for free and then you can uh, purchase the other one. <gasps> oh, well, delightful. Oh, show me delightful. Cause yeah. that guy, yeah. like the little like fish nurgling playing the flute makes <laughs> me so happy. <laughs> yeah. The cauldron. Wait, what? Oh. I gotta find this. Where the, the mimic cauldron. It is great. Will, what? You brought up this whole thing. I saw. Yeah. I saw the Terminator only. Let me see this little. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I can't blame you for that. Really oh, like you're right. Yeah, look at this. He's got a little tiny Chaos Knight. He's got a little tiny guy with a hood. This whole bunch and, of scrolls. Oh, look yeah. at that Flutie McFlute flap. And I honestly, <laughs> I don't recognize where uh, Flutie McFlute flap is from, but the other ones are all kind of. Resculpts or homages to like very older familiar. Oh yeah, they're definitely familiar. Like that little Chaos Knight dude. I've, he's, I'm yeah, and like the little sure guy with the, the scroll caddy. He's a mm-hmm. he's a dude. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm oh, wait, that cauldron has legs. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how it else is going to get around? Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it also. I mean, the mouth is the least concerning thing. It's those. <laughs> <laughs> It never skipped leg day, okay? If you don't have arms, you it's don't skip leg day. It's constantly doing, like, power squads. <laughs> I'm sure the uh, the bone flute guy is, like, probably from a corner of a book somewhere in some art. Yeah. He somebody? Is, he looks he very is flabby and cute, though. I'm sorry. Somebody paint a cauldron and put googly eyes on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that flute guy looks like he should be, like, hiding in the corner of the Mordheim rulebook. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, if you put him in a monochrome black and white, he looks like he'd just come straight out of one of the 80s rule books. Oh, mm-hmm. absolute, absolutely. And also, the sorcerer, which, you know, ostensibly is the important part of this little collection. Ah. Um, with that little third eye, Chaos Navigator, anyone? Anyone? Ooh, mm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Sir, yes, indeed. 
Oh man, Wait, that's does- that, that's the uh, the the Ink Twenty Eight in you that comes out with all these good ideas. <laughs> no, the dusty everything sorcerer. is something else. Dusty exactly. Sorcerer. Does a sorcerer step on a on a step which has teeth? Well, no, that's a book. Oh, that's that's the monster book of monsters. Oh, now we have also that thing flying over. Yeah. Like that, what is it? Um, you have to pet is the Is it back. the Necronomicon in uh, uh, Evil Dead 3 that like has teeth and stuff that tries to bite him? I think it was you just... Gotta pick one of them. I think it was just Evil Dead. No, oh, it was Evil Dead 3. Well, oh, 3 was when the 8 was in the uh, Army of Darkness. I thought yeah. you were talking about Harry Potter. Because he, he goes, he's got <laughs> oh, to pick right, that's three. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, there was definitely the Harry Potter one that has teeth, yes. <laughs> um, but he's got to pick like three books and like two of them are, are fakes and try to eat them. And one of them tries to like suck him through a portal. But I thought one had teeth. Probably. It's been a hot minute since I've seen those yeah. movies. Yeah. But uh You might have watched them once. Any of you guys get any of these pre orders that came out? Sicarins, Leviathans? No. No, uh, as, I got the Leviathan. I got the Leviathan uh, Siege one. Yeah. Uh, a few I got, weeks ago. But I've been like I said, I've been on night oh, shift, so I've been, com- been right. asleep for any of this stuff and forget what day it is and but yeah, I I want to pick up a plastic Sakarin because it's a freaking plastic Sakarin. I know. Oh, I did get my right. Mechanicum book. So I was happy about that. Not the book itself, but uh, US, we could only get the digital copy. Yeah. Because they're for, having the shipping issues. Yeah. Okay. But, um, that, makes me, that makes me feel a little better because I, I forgot that dropped this weekend and super yeah. want that book. Um, it's good. It's got a lot of changes. We can definitely get into that, obviously, another day. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Saw that the uh, Terminators had come out in squads of 10 now instead of Which five. Which is very cool. And they're, I believe it's 85 USD That's for 10. That's su- such yeah, an insane same. deal compared to previous, right? Because it was like 60 bucks for t- five before. Yes. Yeah. So you're saving 35 bucks normally. I know. Really wow. good deal. Yeah. Um, I, I love that GW like, is getting things in heresy amounts for heresy right like yeah. you you're buying an entire squad you need one box to get your entire squad and that's that right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm. which you've um, said before like one of the key points in my opinion i've started to really find is true is when you build a list to take the max amount of models you can take for a unit yeah yeah i personally still move. feel that is a that it's a core aspect of the game is that they want you to, to max out. Now, I, I think it's army dependent also. I think ultramarines are a unit that or an army that wants MSUs because the more units they have firing at different things, the more bonuses they get for their Legion of Stardust trait. Um, True. But that's like an exception. I think most other legions want to have their max squads because you start getting benefits of getting like freer war gear the more guys you take. Not to so, mention yeah. also just survivability. Yeah. yeah. And reactions, right? Like mm-hmm. reaction only works on one squad. It better be 20 man. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I picked up uh, one of the ranged weapon siege dreadnoughts. Yeah. Uh, and then I picked up one of the melee weapon siege dreadnoughts. So then I can have two that each have one melee and one range guns. Oh, and that's the first smart. time I've ever owned a Leviathan ever. So I'm pretty happy. And I was able to. You know, get that. So I'm pretty psyched about it. They are fun. Mm-hmm. Nice. We'll see. But, oh, I forgot they had the new, the Contempt of Dreadnoughts. They got the weapon frames separate now too, which is also yeah, that's really cool. nice. I'm loving that they do that. 
kind of pick up that frame too, which has the Volkite, the chain fists, the conversion beamers, plasma cannon. I think that's all I see on there. The carries, yeah. Oh yeah, the carries too. Yep. Ooh, look at those chain fists too, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't even see they had the chain fist on there. That's wicked. Yep. But yeah, I definitely want to do some uh, some more from the frame too. I do like the the gravis melters because they are only five points for what you get. I think is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, frame two has just got some esoteric weapons that are awesome, like conversion beamers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping that the uh, the Legion heavy weapon sets. The second kit comes out here soon. Right, they should have like two or three more kits. I feel like because mm-hmm. they have like the Volkite and then like the auto cannon ones coming out. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see those start coming out here soon. Yeah. Plus, they also released the box set Praetors for pre-order. Yeah, they did. Separately, yeah. instead of, you don't have to buy them as a pair. You can buy each one individually. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And they're going the price of like a regular character at thirty-five bucks, I think. Right. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be GW's standard price for an individual character. They know you're just going to buy one of. Yeah, thirty-three fifty USD. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit cheaper. But uh, oh yeah, the new uh, Armager kits that come out. Yeah, it has both the uh, the Warglaive and the Halvern variant, uh, and their line is, troops for the Questorus Knight Army, which is pretty is there a cool. price difference uh, from buying like the box that only has one or the other? I think they're like eighty. So the original ones were like eighty five dollars. I think these ones are eighty five dollars. I again, Brilliant. I we don't have them yet. Um, oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, they okay. they postponed all Mechanicum stuff. So like the new knight, or the repackaged knight, and the repackaged armagers are not out yet for the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't know yet. Going through here also remind me I picked up a, a Marduk Cedrus recently. Oh, really? Yeah. And that is an amazing kit. Really happy with it. The legs, the body, the torso, the arms, the weapons, they're all separate. So mm. you can really make a nice uh, individual Dark Angel character. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just kit out or I guess piecemeal out his uh, bits until you have like a whole bunch of different unique ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he is extremely choice. The sword is really cool. And uh, yeah, he's standing on two tactical rocks as opposed to one. Oh, so he's super oh, good. Yeah. yeah, he has the high ground. Yeah, the highest of ground. And, he's, and he knows it. He's a chunky boy in cataphracty armor. I guess what do you run him with? Um, what do you? What are your special cataphracty terminators called? I keep forgetting. Cinna- uh, the cinnabites. The cinnabite cinnabuns. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess he runs with a bunch of cinnabites. And yeah, you can take him with that. I believe I have to double check. That uh, you can take the Cenobites as basically a retinue form if you want to. Oh, hey, question. While we're talking about the this week's releases and that kind uh-huh. of stuff, for the Leviathan Siege Dreadnoughts, have you built one of the plastic ones yet? I haven't built the Leviathan yet. I have. Okay. I, I built the Contemptor. And now, the uh, Contemptor, what, I'm trying to remember. I got the magnets for mm-hmm. the Contemptor to magnetize the arms. Was, I went uh, with the size that you recommended. Yeah, which I think was four millimeter by one. Yes, four by one. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just wondering if the Leviathan is the same. I got to crack mine open and see. Because that would be great. Yeah, same. If, if they were all the same size. Yeah, wouldn't it be amazing? Hopefully. Um, I know the weapons are slightly bigger, so. But mm-hmm. despite that, it should still work out the same. Maybe the circles are all still the same, yeah. 
because um, that would be great to then just be able to magnetize those weapons too. But if not, hey, you got glue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this- I think what else? What else you guys been up to in the hobby then? It's it's been for the most part. I haven't even really finished my uh, Age of Darkness kit. I'm now having a 2.0 backlog, which is kind of a shame. But I've, it's just been Nova terrain for me <laughs> past uh, two months. <laughs> Speaking of terrain, oh, uh-huh. have uh, have you guys seen the new fortification? Like the implications of these new fortification rules that we got going on? Yeah. Well, no, speak to us. So, uh. <clears throat> What's happened, right? So you've got reactions and all of all of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. People are starting to figure that, those out. Mm-hmm. And you have these lovely fortifications, right? Um, for whatever. Like the, the standard ones are the defense line, which this doesn't apply to because it's just right. a line. Not an Aegis defense line, mind you. So whatever you want to draw, make it as. Oh, that's um, good. But, but then there's an imperial bunker uh, and a fortified wall. Right, and these are buildings, right? So you get into them, and things happen. Mm-hmm. But when you're in them, yeah. embarked it, upon, yeah, when you are embarked upon a thing, right, you can't be shot at, right? You're trying to blow up the fortification, and if you blow up the fortification, terrible things happen to you, a la the building damage table, right? Mm-hmm. Rocks fall, everyone dies. Great, great, great. The interesting thing about this is, if I'm Got my lovely squad of, say, 10, 10 guys with um, Volkite culverns, right? And they're sitting in there, and they see the enemy's squad of 10 guys with Volkite culverns. If they were just standing in the open, that's just begging for both those squads to annihilate each other, right? Because one sure. fires, the other reaction fires, everyone dies. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the bunker, you can't be targeted by reaction fire, because you can't be seen. Right. Yeah, because... Because you're embarked. I mean, it's the same thing as yeah. if you're embarked in a vehicle, yeah. Well, but vehicles yeah, don't, have fire ac- don't have fire points anymore. Just buildings right. and fortifications. But, yeah, I mean, right? if vehicles had fire points, you still wouldn't be able to react, react against it. Yeah, it's exactly, a true line exactly. of sight game, so yeah. Yep. Yep, because uh, reactions specifically talk about line of sight to the model or to the unit. And mm-hmm. if they're embarked, they're not on the table, you can't see them. Can't draw that line of sight, bro. Can't Which, uh, do it. Makes buildings a bit better, in my opinion. Yeah. It, it makes them... Actually, pretty viable. Yeah. It makes them a lot. Because it, on the face of it, like, a building is cool, but, like, eh, right? Because... Right. I mean, they know, have limited fire points. They have they limited fire have points. points. They are not that strong. They have, like, what? Armor 13, maybe? Um, so uh, the bunker's 14 all around. The bunker's 14 all around? The bunker's 14 all around. Is yeah. the bunker supposed to be the bastion? I believe so, yeah. The way it has zero transport capacity. No, 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 no. So what happens is, um, if a building, uh, I'm sorry, that's not taken. They have a transport size, and the small four hole point building could have six dudes inside. Oh, so it doesn't have to have a written transport capacity on it. It has based on the size. That table is for if it's not bought for your army. So the imperial bunker right now, I think needs an because FAQ or something. Okay, let me ask in the, in the southern yeah. way then, are there any other buildings that do have transport capacity? Because if there's one other building that has transport capacity, that sets the precedent that they are supposed to have transport capacity. They're supposed to function like vehicles, which means they do need transport capacity. Oh, no, it, it boldly states it. 
in building size and hull points. For those buildings well, that are not part, as part of an army, the following table can be used to determine hull points and transport capacity based on size. So, like, however many hull points it has dictates how many dudes can sit inside it. That's on uh, page 224 of the main rulebook. But, okay, let me check that. Because I'm pretty sure, like I said, I thought it was, do was any it? other buildings have transport capacities? So, I'm trying to see if there are... Are there any uh, fortifications in the Space Marine? I don't believe the so. List? Probably not. What page did you say that was? Two... Twenty-four. Twenty-four. All we have here is the fortified wall, the Imperial bunker, and the defense line in the core rule book. Yeah, so like the defense line obviously wouldn't have a thing. Cause sure. It's, it's so a the weird... fortified wall has got four hull points. So you, you think that a wall can have four people inside of it by that logic. Uh, no, no, H- so, so by if, if it's there got was just four hull points and four hull points. Is six by what, what this says is six people, yes. but it's a wall. So, so I remember the firestorm readout. I'm thinking that's what the fortified wall is. Yeah. Or maybe like a wall of martyrs kind of thing. Well, you know, a wall where of martyrs a, is more of a trench. It's, in, yeah. it's not really a building. It's above ground. No, but it's not a, it doesn't have a roof. It's not a building. Those were yeah, kind of battlements. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. It does have battlements. Um, yeah, so a strong point, yeah, it could be a bunker. You're right. 55, 3, 3, 14. Yeah, I guess. So what, we're talking six guys in each one for that? I don't know, man. Six guys. That. Mm. Is that that not a lot? I can't picture the model in my head. Um, no, six so- guys is not a lot. Six guys is not a lot to put in. The, they used to be like 10 or 24 dudes is what yeah, they used to I be able the, to fit. The Bastion could fit typically like 10, if I mm-hmm. remember right. Oh, yeah, but they, you know it. It's hard to say right now. Could use some tweaking. Where's yeah? Because like you can't. Sorry, I'm trying to find the rules for uh, operating the weaponry. Because you can capture other people's uh, bunkers and defense lines and whatnots. Mm-hmm. So presumably, you can't just leave them empty and expect the guns to work. I mean, that's also the rest of the point where you can destroy your own guns yourself before the enemies get them. Here, here's something, So right? interestingly enough, you can't destroy the Sky Reaper battery from the defense line anymore. Weird. As far as I can tell, like, it doesn't have a toughness value or an armor save or hull points or nothing. It just hangs out. <laughs> from the defense line? Can you take yeah. It Unless Sky, Sky Reaper, Reaper battery has a special thing somewhere else, which I don't believe it does. Because it just says, hey, you can take this and uh, Did it luck. have its own uh, profile before? I thought it I mean, was this, just its own gun. Yeah, it was just was a, gu- it pro- was a It was a gun that a model would be in base contact with to use. It could not be destroyed. Oh, it could be destroyed last edition. No, it couldn't. No? Maybe I'm thinking 6th. No. You might be thinking 6th edition. Hmm. You would just It was just a gun that you had to have a model in base contact with, and the model would use that as its gun instead of its standard range weapon that it had. Yeah. So this is the Sky Reaper battery. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. It's a little heavy. F- oh, okay. So it's, it's the same thing. It's a little anti-air yeah, it an, auto It got an thing. extra shot. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is weird that none of these have a transport capacity. Because here's a, the thing. There's right? got to be a miss on that bunker. Right? Yeah, but it's a building that has to have some sort of yes. capacity, I would think. Firing from buildings. Weapon listed as fortifications or building profiles are used to attack the same manner that other ranged weapons of the side clan defense. It says it right there. In the same manner as transport vehicles, buildings have transport capacities and a number of hull points. Mm-hmm. A building or a fortifications. A building's hull points and transport capacity will be listed in its profile. So we see here that these two buildings do not have transport capacity. Therefore, however, comma, it's a bunker. What? What's the point of a bunker that you can't put anybody in? It's automated then, weapons. Are they automated? Somebody yeah. can capture them. Ballistic skill three. But here's the thing also. It has fire points. Yeah. What would be the purpose of a building that has no transport capacity if it has fire points? Yes. Gentlemen. <laughs> Gentlemen. I guess here's the thing, as Austin is saying, and I'm, I'm picking up what he's saying now. If this is on the battlefield mm-hmm. and it is a neutral site, mm-hmm. when you go up to capture it using the, the capturing a building rules, it will automatically inherit the transport capacity because it is a neutral thing. However, if you buy it and put it in your list, it will have no transport capacity ever. Well, now, Will, you say that, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get real real pedantic unless and it's lawyery. Stolen. If, unless and, yeah, it's stolen, if I steal at yours, which point then it will gain transport capacity. I think. All right, we cracked it, gentlemen. Yeah, I think yeah, this might need which, an errata. <laughs> I look forward to seeing the FAQ. Mm, um, that's but wild. In, in, good good observation for whoever <laughs> pointed that out. Pretty interesting stuff. Including like the whole shenanigans about the reaction thing. Like, should you have your six guys in there? Which, you know, let's say it's a uh, Armistos with his heavy bolter and then a heavy bolter squad. You know, six guns from a place of power that can't be shot back at isn't bad. You know, we're talking and 55 again, points for a strong point that has six d- guys in it that can't be touched unless you blow up the building. And getting the building blown up around you isn't the end of the world right because it's 4d6 strength six terrible ap dash so like, 6d6 yeah for a total collapse oh wait uh, wait, 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 wait 6 4d6 strength six ap dash yeah yeah uh and then Breaks you can got, you know 24 24 bricks just smash all those six guys to death <laughs> which is horrible but also yeah, uh, we're talking your AV fourteen all around. Thir- yeah, we're talking, four, but you know, as we mentioned, also the firing points or firing ports. <clears throat> God, okay, so here we go. The fortified wall strong point is the small bunker that all the Iron Warrior players used to bring, because it's got okay. two firing points that are both front four, front four. So yep. that again goes in the way it used to be. You used to have eight guys be able to shoot out of the quote wide firing ports. So you would stick mm-hmm. an eight man squad in there of, uh, uh, tank hunters or what, what are the, um, that iron havocs with tank yeah. hunter built in. Mm-hmm. And you know, they would have their BS five tank hunting shots out of there and then, um, be completely safe. Uh, so that's been reworked to have two front 
firing ports of four guys each, but it's still transport capacity based off of hull points, six. Well, and see, this is where I think when we get the inevitable FAQ about this, it'll be more than six. I think with, or you can buy up to two additional strong points for 55 each. And then they go connected, and it's a whole thing you talk about. Yeah. yeah. So you I, could fit a good size squad in there, but I think what'll happen, at least for like the bunker, and maybe this fortified wall, um, is that they'll say, "Hey, if you're buying them for your army, you know, cram a couple more guys in there. It's fine. They they know how to stand, right?" Okay. So hold on. Multi-part fortifications. It's got a little special rule here. Uh. They all got to be deployed as one multi-part fortification, but Mm -hmm. let me find the, I got to find the rules because if it like multi-part fortifications, are you going to be able to garrison one 10 man squad into two strong points? Or is it going to be like, you have to use one Mm. bunker for each Mm. like vehicles, right? Cause then if one of them explodes, do you just leave half the unit out? Exactly. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Right, so I, can, looking, I can see a six looking man at the squad. rules for it because mm-hmm. it, it's under that fortification networks on two twenty two is I think where it's talking about this. Yes, I just found it. Yeah. Yeah, and it actually doesn't say if you can fit, like if a squad can go into multiple. Then it would things. have to work like vehicles, where a squad yeah, can only I, go into one transport at a time. Yeah. So which I, then I would means, assume no. Which means you got to hook the fortified a, wall. But yeah, right, because it's got fire points that are out the front. Yeah. Why would you have be able to shove eight guys in there or have eight guys shoot out if you can't put eight guys inside? So yeah. I, I think there's mm-hmm. just GW is going to come back in and be like, oops, our bad. Like there should be 10 carrying capacity yeah. for the fortified let's wall. Hope, the bunker let's hope we get something uh, in the same vein as um, uh, what was that uh, expansion they did for seventh where it was like urban combat or something like that or cities of death. Ah, Cities of Death. Let's hope we get something similar to Cities of Death where they go back and they completely rework fortifications. Because right now, I think fortifications are entirely uh, too much trouble for 55 points or for 80 points. Um, Well, you don't know how many men can be inside of them yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's it's a matter of Um, just uh, speaking out prior to an event of, okay, this is how we're going to run them right now. Sure. And if they were like capacity 10 or 12, if they're increasing for the units yeah, make in the same way rhinos yes yeah. yes makes sense um for 85 points pretty darn good in my opinion if especially if it keeps you from getting shot at in a reaction yeah i mean the the other side of that is if somebody you know if you've got you know your 10-man squad in your bunker and somebody tries to blow up their bunker they can't reaction fire because they weren't the target of the attack the bunker was right yeah the bunker good was point. um so there's a little give and take there although yeah. i'd rather my like Death Star because I've at least for me the things that I have like the weapons they're equipped with are also the things that tend to kill them the best right like I let my infantry take care of infantry and my tanks take care of tanks mm-hmm. so I've I've been staring at the the squad of Volkite Culverns I have the Culverns are the big ones right yes. yeah yeah uh, they're not painted and I'm just like Jesus they're that it's not great because now they're going to be trying to bolster their way through infantry, but they only have a three-up save. And if I try and have them take out, you know, anything that's not a like a death sworn or something, only has bolt pistols or whatever. Like, do I want to get like forty bolter shots return mm. fire? No. Yeah. 
Yeah. But if you stick them in a fortification that has transport capacity, uh, suddenly. Oh, yeah. No, that definitely I don't makes give any a shit. heavy support squad better. Yeah. I would like to I see have. a few more, uh, you know, bunkers out in the field. Yeah. I, yeah, and it's something you never saw in last edition, except for Iron Warriors hiding their oh, Iron Haddocks. They do now, also, from the expanded units. The um, They have that, that Primaris bunker, too. Oh, the oh. Skyfall bunker, whatever it is? Yeah, but that's not a trans... But that's that's just a missile platform. It's just a missile platform. No, it's not a transport, but the fact is, it'll be wild to see them out in the wild. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Be that guy who shows up with a Primaris unit and people are like, I can't argue it. It's, he's got the rules. So I haven't, real quick, before we traverse too far for fortifications, I haven't looked too deeply into um, who can garrison, like bulky or whatever. Um, but like putting uh, Tyrant Siege Terminators or Fulmentari Terminators in there, just... Is that necessary? They have the four up involved, right? <laughs> do they really need like, like, like is this rude? I don't know. Do they really need like additional armor value on top of their invol? I, I mean know. depends what you have them doing, right? Like, do you want that unit being fired back at when they try to take out that Kratos that's loaded for Melta? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, granted, that Kratos can then just crack that bunker like a tin can. Yeah. But, also, I mean, if he's loaded with Melta, he's taking him down. <laughs> so if the unit itself, I guess right now, is, is if the unit itself is shooting at the vehicle or unit, the unit can't attack with a yeah, reaction. They can't, they but can't if they're be using, the like, uh, mounted weapons on fortification, then it's a different story. Yeah. Then, presumably, you can fire back at yeah. the bunker. Because, oh, you, because, you know. Billy over there decide to use the Icarus Laz cannon on top. They're exactly. like, what are you doing? No! But again, <laughs> like, it's not... <laughs> it's not the end of the world, right? Like... Uh, until you're firing at the Kratos. Yeah. Until you're firing again, at the only, Kratos armed with Melta. But then again, but, it's only defensive weapons, so the pencil mounted weapon, uh, Melta can still true. fire. And Is all he, of you um, bastards have been building your Kratos for maximum Volkite anyway, so like, what are the odds? Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I figured, like, look, I have so many Laz cannons on the Spartans and multi, or, you know, Gravis Meldas on the Dreadnoughts. I was like, I need some heavy duty anti infantry. So, Kratos, congratulations. You're Volkite now. That's all you, that's all you do. I even put uh, a combi Volkite on the Pentel. So, that's useless, <laughs> but. It's cool. No, no, not useless. <laughs> 15 not inches. It's a good four defense dice, weapon. Four dice. Yeah, defensive weapon, man. It's perfect. Yeah. Got to no, shoot think, back at the, that squad of deep striking Melka. It's just um, two shots, right? The combi Volkite? Or are you saying the combi Can you shoot the combi Volkite and the bolter at the same time, like in 9th edition, 40k? No, right? No. Oh, hang on. Question hang on. mark? I'm, I think you can fire both combi weapons now or am i just having a fever dream here i think we're having a fever dream i think Not i think we're now. yeah we'll just who are y'all again um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah we won't get bogged down with that someone yeah, will correct no, us. we already did yeah somebody someone else can pick can pick that up <laughs> Y'all uh, went somebody down. else send us send us yeah. a uh, we'll figure that out before nova email. i promise that 
Oh, don't promise anything. You no, know how close I will not. Is. I will be searching my book. <laughs> You're running events. You got to know. Yeah. yeah, Will's coming out. To you. Can you fire both comments? Like, damn it, Will. Mm, I know literally know. everything about AT. You should know everything about 30K. Yeah. Okay, listen. <laughs> none of us has enough to do that. Like, of huh. anything. Time, brain power. Okay, Austin, you know everything about AT. Uh, what are the limitations or restrictions that I have to meet to bring a Warbringer and a list? Because I made a mistake and I put magnetic uh, sticky paper on the back of my <laughs> Warbringer card and I cannot see the requirements now. You make me sad. <laughs> uh, however, I can use magnetic thumbtacks now for, you know, my icons, which, you know, my tracking, which is mm-hmm. amazing. So I think it was worth the, the, the trade off. The problem being that. I don't know how much this thing costs anymore. Or it's sexy, <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to how pause to you it. for a second. If you're coming to Nova, and really, if you're playing AT, and you haven't magnetized your sheets and your like tracks for shields and all that, look into it. Um, yeah, because you're probably not going to be sober. Absolute game changer, and it it makes it so much easier, so much better. Just go buy a pack of uh, I think they're painters nails, and use. Cut off the tips of those, and those fit. Yeah, I, just, I went to Am- Here's what I did. Yeah, went to Amazon, looked up magnetic thumbtacks. Bam, ten dollars for like two hundred of them, and mm-hmm. they're all color coded mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know so, what I might do? Because I, yeah. I forgot to. Well, uh, and I'm talking because I still have the old cardstock ones, right? Like, no, I, I had to get the thin cards to do this though, because yeah. like I said, I use magnetic uh, sheets. Yeah, that's a hundred percent the way back. to do it. Yeah. if you've got the thin ones, if you've got the old cardstock ones nail heads yeah and then just a little bit of ma- like magnet and green stuff onto the back of your um markers bam done brilliant what are you gonna do jesse i was just thinking because i had forgotten to mention this early on and when we we're talking about a hobby i have picked up a uh, a diode laser cutter oh yes you did that <laughs> are you gonna and fucking make your own out of wood and maybe shit? laser cut some at fucking things get some like you know the uh you know, like for Battleship, they have the little pegs. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just yeah, use little sexy. Battleship pegs. And yeah. We'll see how um, that but, goes. But back Pat, to your question, God. Will. Yeah. Um, you have to have a maniple. And then okay. you can take that fancy engine. So the maniple I want to bring we is gotta finish uh, things first. The, yeah. the one that um, gives you the, you can use your ballistic skill within short range yeah. right yeah the the knife fighting special rule yeah um, so that say, you don't have to you don't have to pick your maniple wait did it just you say just knight or knife you, knife yes yeah. you bring you bring your titans in your list and you can pick your maniple for whatever tier you're going on right you're not committed to the same mm-hmm. one every time but for you have your maniple you can bring one support titan gotcha okay cool 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 shove, cool. shove that support titan in there doesn't get any of the benefits of the maniple but you know it's in your that's, the, that's the minimum requirement to bring it. You can't bring a whole bunch of independent Titans and then be like, I'm going to bring a support Titan as well. No, because gotcha. apparently it doesn't want to like Do give you a support Titan for hamstringing yourself by not having any cool maniple rules. Right. Is <laughs> fair because maniples are awesome and you get they free, are. free rules for them. That whole knife fighting rule. When I saw that for the Warhounds, I was like, Oh, perfection. <laughs> That's what it's I'm great. For. My my DIY Legio lets me sub out a warlord for anything. Yeah. So I I bring my warlord in that, and with that special rule, it gets disrespectful sometimes. Uh, off the top of my head, um, 
what are the requirements for that? You, you're required one Reaver, two Warhounds, correct? Um, yes, one Reaver, two Warhounds, another okay. Reaver... Is optional. two other, or another, one of each is optional, right, yeah. to make the five. Okay. Yeah, that's, because I was wondering, how was I going to do that again? And Solari can swap out a Reaver for a Warhound. Yeah, you can so swap Reavers I'm, for Hounds and just... Yeah, so I'm running four days. Hounds in, in the Knife Fighter list, so... Mm-hmm. It's, it's also real good in Corsair, Solaria is. Oh, for sure. For sure. They just... Tokyo drifting warhounds all over the what, place. What did we say? They're basically 40K models at that point where they, they yeah. don't care. They just move around however they want. Mm. It's fun times. It yeah. is. But yeah, man. Nova in 10 days, guys. <sighs> I cannot wild. wait for it. I yeah. cannot wait. Been waiting just almost three years for this one. And looking I'm not over prepared. at a couple of unpainted AT buildings. Yeah. <laughs> mm, ten days, we're doing it. We got this. Yeah, I mean, if you, you listen to the show right? and uh, if you listen to the show and coming over Nova, be sure to say hi. We'll be by the heresy tables. Yes, yeah, I owe we'll at least one of you a drink. We'll have clothes on. You'll be able to tell us. We'll... Incoherent screaming is also fine. Yeah. Wait a minute, that's not what I signed up for. <laughs> what incoherent screaming? No, people for clothes. Oh. <laughs> We'll be the only ones with clothes on. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, That's all I got, guys. I'm eager to uh, get it on. You know what I mean? Been been waiting forever. Yeah, Uh, I know. Right. It'll be good. uh, It'll be good to roll dice again. I don't know if we have time now because I know know we're already pushing it. But whenever we do go again for to record or, or even if we have time today i do want to talk about the mega battle i think that's going to be pretty pretty cool or the mini blam i'm sorry not a yeah. mega battle the mini yeah. blam. you think um, we got time now yeah we got time now go ahead yeah. you guys okay. go ahead i okay. actually gotta run all right austin thanks Bye. All right. take good it easy austin good talking Bye. To uh so for the mini blam uh today i put out that if you're bringing a thunderhawk Stormbird, Mastodon, or Warhound. Warhounds are the biggest models you can bring, right? Yeah. Uh, as far as points are concerned. But if you're bringing one of those, you get to bring it for free because they're basically going to be centerpiece oh. you know, models for, for the game. Um, and then something I'm really excited for, guys, and I, just, I love talking about this, is the new deployment methods that will come about. Yeah. Uh, so 2.0 gave us a great opportunity because now we have deep strike assault, subterranean assault, and drop pod assault, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the rules for them are all very, very good, I think. They're very fun and very thematic the way they play. So yeah. I'm going to be incorporating them into the mini blam where players will choose which type of deployment they want to do. They can do either the Vanguard deployment, which is where they will start on the table with their entire force uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. to kind of, so do you guys remember in like previous ones where like somebody would have a model on one side of the table and then 30 feet down on the other side of the table, they'd have like a tactical squad that was holding an objective and that person yeah. had to run back. And forth. I hate <laughs> that. No, we're not doing that. All your army must stay within 48 inches of you from now on. Makes like, sense. So basically in your four feet in front, within like four feet in front of you, your entire force must be. Gotcha. I mean, upon deployment or in general? Because upon in general, deployment... Oh. In, in general. Like, I don't want people... So, And here's the other thing. For the assaults, they are being conducted as a single element. So one person will be in charge of the deep strike assault. And any player who chooses to arrive by a deep strike 
will have their entire army deployed within a six foot footprint. So that way all the deep strike comes in on one table, all the drop mm-hmm. pods come in on another table and all the subterranean assault comes in on another table. And these teams will go back and forth and figure out where they want to put their deployments. But basically turn one, we should already have people in some crazy melee fights, uh, duking it out based off of their deployment styles. And I think it's going to be really cool. Nice. Um, for units like choose to do deep strike assault, even if like only th- 30% of your army is deep striking. You can choose to have the entire thing deep strike and mm-hmm. it will represent uh, Thunderhawk transports coming in and dropping tanks right behind the guys who, you know, deep struck via teleportation strike or something like that. Um, and I think it's going to be pretty fucking cool. And I think it's also going to be like cause for like turn one mayhem where people are going to be, like I said, like right on top of each other already in, in the fight, as opposed to standing, you know, Everybody on opposite ends, and then we all fire back and forth at lines like this is yeah. the Revolutionary War. Um, <laughs> so we'll see, man. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, sounds cool. Which, what else are you gonna do during Nova? Will? What are you playing? You oh, said. I'm doing uh, AT. Yeah. And opening salvo. Nice. And that is it. Um, Friday, I decided I was going to take all the the entire day off for myself. Uh, to kind of give me a little rest relaxation. Yeah. And, you know, I just like to shop around or, or go upstairs or watch TV or just chill out and just, you know, it's my alone time. You know what I mean? Um, so we'll see. And then next year I, I'm, I might start hosting more uh, spreading out, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to like it again. It's just the concept of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. This will be the first convention in a few years. And hope, I'm really curious to see if my uh, stamina is going to hold up. It's not, but we'll see. Oh, I know. I know. I, I know the last event we had was the uh, veterans and aspirants. Yeah, the battle buddies, basically. I didn't even play. No, yeah. I played. I'm sorry. I, I played, yeah. And I was exhausted. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> that was one day. But, I mean, hey, I'm going to have uh, free water. You know, they have those ice water pitchers there. So I'll, yep. um, I'm going to stay hydrated and I'm going to stay intoxicated. So there will be <laughs> a perfect balance, uh, going on inside and hopefully I'll be able to, uh, give myself a little bit more endurance with that. Yeah. Find your Zen. Yeah. Yeah. That, that gamer's high as it were similar to a runner's high where you just, you find that perfect level of war gaming and chillaxing at the same time. Oh, and I can keep doing store runs. Potentially. Mm. I tell you what, man, 2019 was a good Nova. I remember Mm -hmm. that Thursday night when we we had our our first opening salvo, like I ordered DoorDash. I ordered like (laughs) wings to be delivered. And it was so dope to just be able to sit up in that hotel room. I had the AC down to like 65. Beautiful. I was completely naked just for underwear, (laughs) eating chicken wings in my room alone. And it was just Zen. It was Heaven. it was so good. I can't <laughs> wait to get back to that. Yeah. So again, I apologize to Zach and Robbie in advance for <laughs> but you will be seeing me nearly naked eating ch- chicken wings, and you will probably freeze to death. So bring plenty blankets. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to recapture that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm certainly glad it's only you I have to put up with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh likewise. Yeah. But yeah, this. Yeah feeling good about it i think it's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun it's gonna be Maybe. honestly I'll, I'll be dead honest like this will be like one more thing i, w- I want to say before we start to to dip out and close it out but mm-hmm. um 
when I just now said 10 days, it did not occur to me until I looked at the calendar that it was actually just 10 days. And I, uh, yeah. <laughs> it is, it felt surreal up until now, but now it hits me and I'm like, oh, I got to get these fucking Titans painted now. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Will, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. I, I definitely like, like you said, taking a break from the, uh, the, the rules and the reviews of all this, this new stuff and just, Having a, having a chill session where we just talk shop, man. It's good. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Kara, thanks for coming on. Sure. Yes, Kara. Thank you. And I hope That's you're doing fun. well. Uh, I haven't seen you in forever, it feels like, since you're constantly gone on the yeah. road working. Dude, I was stuck in California and I hated it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Well, you know, which I probably will see you at Nova. Hopefully, geez, yeah, if you're so. there and I don't see you, there is a serious problem. <laughs> there is nothing must have hap- happened yeah, to either yeah. of us. <laughs> Pretty sure we'll see each other. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Remembrancers Retreat. If you enjoy our program, be sure to go over to Facebook and Instagram at R30K Podcast. Give us a like, give us a share. We greatly appreciate it. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and be sure to leave a review over there. And if you'd like to support our show, go over to patreon.com forward slash R30K Podcast. And right now, as always, we'd like to thank our patrons, starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex Self, Captain Sasquatch, Chaplain Asar, Chris Mack, Gardner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Michael Tisdall, Mr. Baldwick, Nicholas Quenga, Rena the Fluth, Sar Luther, Taco Tuesday Bus 22 Rock and Roll McDonald's, What's Ligma, and Zachary Thompson. Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan, Lotech, M. Tanzer, Gorkrow, Matthew Andreasso, Nick Hilda, Richard Bork, Scott LeMay, The Zoy, Void Imperatrix, and Winter. And finally, our Legion Sergeants Agrippina, Aircraft Terrier, Bulfarius, Jed Cheeseman, Connor Cash, Dale Jones, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Hard Fries, Jay DeSales, John, Jonathan Crane, Carl, Nick Gillen, Noah Atkins, Ollie Appleby, Fulzadex Monstrosa, and Travis Smith. Once again, thanks for becoming a patron. And go over to patreon.com forward slash r30kpodcast and become a member. Once again, thank you all for listening. All right. Uh, once again, thanks, Will. Carol, keep those Thank dice you. rolling. And bye for now. Bye. Bye.